We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the Premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to another episode of Lee Castle. I'm Chris McPherson, your host, and tonight we're high up above Harker Oval and uh, joined by one of the West Faithful who uh, unfortunately tipped me off that he's got some dubious mates in the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League by the names of uh, Corey Baker and Pete Donoghue, so maybe regretting my choice of co-host, but we'll see how we go. Hey Richard, how are you? Yeah, good mate, thanks for having me, appreciate it. No worries, thanks for jumping in last minute after a few uh, late withdrawals. Uh, we originally had Macquarie Reserve at Coach Kitty, Steve Kidd, coming on and then uh, told me the training had been moved and they had to train tonight so he couldn't do it, so I appreciate the last minute notice joining us. Uh, mate, uh, Wes, looking pretty good this year, much improved, we're talking about this off air before, the culture of the place has been reset, I've heard Matty talk a few times about entry about that was a big goal for him, um, you know, and you know, I even saw an article uh, the last couple of days about some of the guys, and he talked, touched on Brad Ty, who he went through the junior ranks with at the Knights and yep. stuff, and he said Brad at 35's, you know, in the best spot he's seen him in terms of footy and just attitude around it in the last few years, so what's been the key to that? Uh, mate, this, this is my second year at West. Um, last year, was, I had a real time, but obviously we did do too well, making, not making the finals in those grades, but um, from the moment pre-season started, mate, I think the club, uh, the, the players that Maddie's brought to the club's been spectacular, the, you know, your Luke Walsh's and um, you know, the Langwood brothers as well. I play touch against them. They're, they're next level. And, um, just the culture. Just, um, you know, you walk around You walk around now and you know, everyone's high-fiving. It's just a real, the real positive vibe in the club. And that, that's credit to Lantry and, and, and the coaching staff. It's, it's just a, a really good place to be at. Um, I think we set the tone real early pre-season, to be honest. And, Everyone from right down to 19, even the girls, we've all just ripped in. Everyone's super fit. I think that shows them the matter. I think we're all excited. I think we're all coming first, but the girls at the moment, but they're still doing really well. But um, emphasis is really on fitness um, and just really grinding games out. And, you know, we back ourselves in every game. And, you know, defensively is probably our biggest one. Um, you know, points, points come back in defence. Yeah, and you've shown it when you've got look at arm wrestles. I mean, first row is probably the one most of our sort of listeners are familiar with. Where the couple of times that they have been drawn into armrests, I know the first time they played South, that, that was the case, and they just That's they just right. ground their way home. Then in other games where they've had they're given an opening early, they've gone and scored. You know, there's been a couple of games I think Central and Lake Lakes early in the year and Central only a few weeks ago, but they've gone from 40 points on the first half, and then you know Maddie's had, I mean, he's got the luxury of having like, you know Ryan Walsh on the bench most That's weeks, right. who's you know man of the match for the New South Wales pioneers. That's right. Um, but so then all of a sudden he's you know able to rest, and we can you know. It's never about taking the foot off the throat, but you know, you're not back in the fourth gear rather That's right. I think just the foot, like the show on the weekend, we had an old boys day here on the weekend against Cessnock, and um, just standing up on the hill and just, and just the crowd, we've got a real backing from the community, to be honest, and the old boys, and um, you know, even you know, right down from the girls right through, everyone stays back and we make sure we're supporting first grade, but, but also that's reciprocated. They're, they, you know, they're coming to watch the girls. Watching 90s open grades and so forth, and I think that's I think that's been the difference this year. We're all backing each other, and, you know. At the end of the day, we all want to see all five grades out there at home stadium. We can see it from here we're sitting now. And for me, that's the goal. That's that's not just my goal, but that's every player in this club's goal. It's for all of us to be there. And all that. 
That'd be phenomenal. I think it'd be a few years even since that's happened for any club. A, a yeah. real possibility for you guys yeah. this year. So I'll just said to you off air, well, I was looking at the ladder um, just the other day and our first grade right down to 90. At the moment, we're all in really good position to take out that minor premiership. Yep. Um, and again, that's that's full credit, not just to the coaching staff, but to the players that have bought into what Matt's tried to deliver. And I think everyone's I've been on board. And, um, you know, We've still got a few, few rows to cross yet and uh, a few more rounds to go, but at the moment, um, we're looking we're looking pretty good, but you've got to respect your position as well. Yeah, lovely, mate. And, and one thing, and it was something that I mentioned in my league, Castle Legends, the other week, something I was really impressed by the other week, and uh, I saw it on uh, Gavin Miller's uh, social media, was you guys had Macquarie, the ladies' league tag, haven't, yeah. haven't had the best of times. If, you know, a lot of them in their first year haven't played any sort of, you know, rugby league or even touch before and the girls had them down here and uh, right. just went through some stuff with it. So that really adds that, you know, impression of community, which is not necessarily something, you know, going back a decade or a little bit more Western necessarily known for. Yeah. But it was great to see, you know, just a bit of sportsmanship and open those doors. Oh, I just, yeah, I think you know, you know what I had there, the sportsmanship. I think, you know, you, you look at the score every week with those, those group of girls and, you know, they're getting beat by 50 plus every week. But full credit to, you know, the girls coach Chris Stevens and the girls themselves. You know, the, that, that West side, they've got some really quality girls on that side that can play football. Yep. You know, not just league tag, but some of the girls have gone on to represent Newcastle themselves in, the, in those league comps. And um, for them to take that, that group of girls, and I'm sure that the Macquarie would have walked away with a wealth of knowledge. Yep. Um, some, some great players there and a good coaching staff. No, definitely. And it's probably, you know, no doubt, you know, Steve is a great example. Matty Lamb's another one with you know, his rugby league academy. That he runs. It's just all about getting some more, you know, rugby league skill in the community because the more people, whether boys, you know, or girls playing tag or tackle, that have got, you know, high level ability, the better the standard of competition across all the grades. And the more people that get bums on seats and can come and enjoy candy with Steve on the weekend because he has plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, um, he's the first one to crack on after the uh, league tag. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, great to see and a good mention to Steve and the girls there yeah, for no, that. He's done well. Uh, we might jump into the footy action. We'll yep. start with our League Castle Legends, and yep. um, I might start off with my one. And it's not necessarily a team that, well, they certainly didn't have a win on the weekend. They got they got drubbed out at Wanji, but Cardiff, um, their Southern Conference D grade side in the Newcastle Hunting Community Rugby League, they travelled out to Wanji with 11 players just so they didn't forfeit because they knew it was Wanji's old boys' day. So uh, it takes a lot to front. I've played a couple of times with 13 players, and that's that's nerve wracking at best. And you know, you know, you're in for a long day, but to go with 11 players on someone else's old boys' day. But just just the spirit of going, we'll turn up because we know what your old boys day. We've seen plenty of forfeits in Newcastle and Hunter in recent weeks. I know Dora Creek's been unfortunate; they've had a couple in recent weeks at home. So yeah, just hats off to Cardiff. They've got you know the D grade side there, and they uh, went out and battled through. Uh, I think they got a couple of tries for effort, which is great to see with all the blokes. And uh, yeah, big ups to the Cobras there. Uh, they've been winners of our league a couple of a couple of weeks in a row. Do you have someone for us, mate? Um, I do. I spoke to you off air. I asked permission before I could say this, but um, I'm going to stick close to home. I'm actually going to pick our reserve great side. Um, they're just playing unbelievable football. Um, special mention there probably to Jordan Warboys. Um, he's probably a bloke that I really enjoy watching. Um, just this, the, the, the way he plays football, he's just constantly attacking. He's just always thinking, thinking, attacking, attacking, and um, things that he can do with the ball as well. Um, but the boys at the back of that as well, like Matty Smiths and you know, blokes like that, and Chris Knight playing hooker, he's, you know, I play with him myself. And, He's, something I, he's someone I closely watch each week as well and aspire to be like. Um, but oh, I just, for me, I, I just really enjoy having a quick share, a quick view and seeing the team time the boys are jumping out and watching the reserve grade. And that's, that's full credit to the coaching staff as well. Yeah, and those names probably give a bit, a bit more of a tip on the depth that we talked about before yeah. too. Obviously, two guys who 
you know, um, quite well play first grade. And sometimes it's hard to continue to play good footy all year when you know you're playing absolutely out of your skin. That's right. Um, but the team above is winning, you're not getting a shot. Uh, in saying that, I haven't seen much of Geordie this year. I've seen plenty of Nighty over the years, but Geordie, mate, he's an ultimate thinking footballer. Exactly. He just said, I love watching him play. You can just see him. He's two or three plays ahead. He's grabbing guys. He's pushing guys. And you go, like, the first couple of times I watched him, I'm like, trying to see what he's doing. And he's pushing guys to where, and he, but then he's not using until two plays later. He's getting them set up there. He knows where the defence is going to you know, collapse or expand. And yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's got a fair brain on yeah, footy anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you said, he's, he could easily play first grade. You know, he's, he's got a fellow playing halfback for third grade. I don't know if you've heard of Luke Walsh, but, yeah, exactly. you know, that's, um, but, you know, he keeps knocking on the door and, he, you know, you see him doing his extras and, you know, whenever we do a pose against Reggie's, I'm never looking forward to defending because he's, yeah, he's, he's just quality bloke and he could play off the field too. Yeah, I have heard that. Matt, Matty gave me that rundown when he, um, when he got him across here, so yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah, plenty yeah. of good, good raps on him. We'll jump into Group 21 now, uh, Hunter Valley Rugby League. We'll start with the second grade. Um, some key results here, which have pretty much all but wrapped up the finals race. Uh, it's just a matter of the pecking order they finish in. Uh, Aberdeen travelled up to Murrundi and got the win last week, 34-24. Singleton defeated Musselbrook in the fourth v fifth match at Musselbrook, 14-4. Scone, 42, defeated Greater Brankston, 2. And Merriwell, 66-0 winners in a first-first-last match. Uh, which sees them stay atop the table. So, uh, well, they've got to get the next game that they've played. Um, so, it's going to be right on their heels. And speaking of those two sides, the first game this weekend, Saturday, 3 o'clock, up at Merriwell over. Merriwell versus Scone, top of the table clash. Yeah, Scone dominating both grades. That's, that's good to see, mate. I've got a few mates that play up in, up in Group 21. And, um, you know, very tough and physical from what I've watched on from the sidelines. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just good to see good footy being played out there, mate. You know, it's it, it's it's good. It's just good to see you know footy being played in that that area, and you know, just boys having a game. I'm sure there's a few titties after as well up in that corner. Yeah, it's a pretty social sort of time, and I do like that out of it. But um, yeah, as I said, Scone really strong. I think they've lost one, maybe two games in reserve grade, and none in first grade. As we get on to in a minute. Um, but as we talk about for like the final race, pretty much decided now. Pretty disappointing. Musclebrook and Greater Branson both got out of first grade after last year, but neither of them will feature in finals footy. So that's yeah, a little bit disappointing. I know Greater Branson have we talked about Cardiff before um, with their D grade. Greater Branson cut times turn up as nine or ten players, yeah. just, um, which is good perseverance because otherwise a couple of forfeits and you can see a club, you know, a proud club fold and that's right. one that you know your head coach was at that's, one point involved in. That's that right. And the thing with Greater Branson too is they've got such a strong junior base. So to not have that side competing week in, week out, it just, you know, you probably lose a little bit of aspiration there as a junior. But um, I'm sure, they, you know, to get the right people on board there, and, uh, fix the community up a bit, I'm sure they'll be back competing again, competing for the title. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, so we'll go through this weekend's games in reserve and just get a quick tip from you, mate. As I said, top of the table, Mary Wall versus Scone up at Mary Wall Road. Home ground event is going to be enough for him to see at home, Mary Wall. I'm going to go to Scone, to be honest, mate. I'm gonna, I reckon, uh, you know, top of the table clash there, Anything can happen, but I'm going to go down the Yeah, I'm going to go to Thoroughbreds as well. Um, I think it'll be Pickham if you're pricing it up, and uh, a win here would actually put them on top when Merriwell's already played an extra game. So yeah. they have put one hand on that minor premiership, which would go nicely with the first grade one that they won with a few rounds to spare last week. Uh, the next one sees Denman, who was sitting last time against Aberdeen, who are sitting in third. Um, I think the poor old Denman Devils in both grades have, have you know, absolutely battled along in first grade. And, Fortunately for them, it's a 14 final series, so they'll get a taste of finals footy. But yeah, yeah they're, they're struggling, and hopefully they can get some numbers back next year because otherwise, we might see them follow the lead of Greeter and, and Musgrove. But um, 
I'm certainly think the Tigers will be favourites here. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely on the Tigers there. Like I said, I've got a few mates playing for the Tigers, and yeah, if I have a sneaky 10 on them, I'm whacking on the Tigers anyway. Mate. Yeah, lovely. Next up, we see uh, the Musselbrook Rams hosting the Murrundi Mavericks, Sunday 12.30 up at Olympic Park at Musselbrook. There's only a bit of an interesting one. Murrundi haven't had many wins this year, but you know we saw them get within 10 of Aberdeen last week. Um, they've been close to a few sides. They just can't convert them into wins. Uh, Musselbrook, I don't know how they're going to approach this one. They need to win every game and have a bunch of results go their way, um, including single and essentially losing to Greta Branson this week to have a sniff at the final. So um, if Murrundi get out the start here, they might win. And I'm actually going to tip the Mavericks in an upset. I was actually saying the same thing too. Sometimes when you play that, that pressure football, sometimes it, you can, it either makes you a breaker. But, um, you know, Murrundi can just come out and play a bit of footy and, you know, chip away to nothing to lose and play a bit of footy, you know, so that might upset Musselbrook. Yeah, lovely. And the next one, it'll be the curtain raiser for the first grade fixture later on in the day at Pertec Park, Sunday, 12.30. Singleton, Greyhounds taking on the Greater Brankston Colts. Uh, unfortunately for the Colts, I just don't see them getting a win here. They only got the uh, solitary penalty goal last week. Uh, hopefully they get a couple of meat pies, but I think the uh, Greyhounds are the Red Dogs, as yeah. they like to be known. Yeah. It'll be a bit yeah. too strong for them. Nah, I'll stick with Singer, mate. I'll uh, whack them in me. As well. Lovely. Uh, we'll jump into the first grade, and as we said, it's a four-team comp, just the two games. Second and third, it was Aberdeen, 34, defeating Singleton, 16, which all but locks up second spot in the double bite of the cherry. And the semi-final day with a strong scone side. That scone side travelled up to Denman and won 88 points to eight. That's the second time they've put 80 points on a team this season. And uh, the uh, ominous thing is they've got coming into, the, I believe, over their final uh, three rounds of the season. Actually, yeah, sorry, three rounds of the season. They'll play Singleton, Devon and Singleton, so they won't even take on the team that's sitting second in Aberdeen. So, very interesting to see. Um, it's quite scary. Go look at the ladder. I think their uh, positive for and against is almost at um, 400 after 13 games. So, I'm just trying to bring up the ladder in front of us here. And, yeah, so that no, it is. It's 426 after, after 12 games, sorry. So, an average winning margin just shy of, I think that works out. If my maths is about right, of about almost 40 points a game, so yeah. 38 points or something like that's pretty crazy. You score pretty points. It's a lot of points, unfortunately, for uh, some of the other sides in that competition. So uh, you'd be a brave man to back against them as they sit undefeated after 12 rounds. Speaking of them, they do head to Pertec Park at Singleton and they've put some big scores on Singleton in, in recent games. Um, yeah, I've made a mistake the last two times they've played. I think the Red Dogs might turn the corner against them, but. Look, just yeah, put your house on sky, they're going to be a wings odds. Yeah, I think they're the same as the Roosters this week, mate. Jump on that. Yeah, lovely. And uh, the other game, Denman and Aberdeen at the uh, uh, unusual time, 4.30 on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, a little bit of almost twilight footy yeah. up there at Denman. It'll be cold for the Tigers, but uh, I'd say based on the devil grease and form the Tigers that uh, go into that uh, pretty short favourites as well. Yeah, no, I think I'll be uh, going the Tigers there as well, mate. Yeah, I think your weight's going to double. Might have been paying a better bit of weight there. <laughs> so... Yeah, love it. That's our Group 21 action. We'll move on to the Newcastle Rugby League, and uh, this is where you're going to come into your own, mate. Um, yeah. As we said, a uh, few results on the weekend, which are not only a good win for West, but some favourable ones uh, on the weekend. And then last night in the catch-up game between Central and South, we'll run through those. So West, obviously, a 34-10 winners over Cessnock, a bit of uh, revenge for the one loss they've experienced this season. Yeah, yep. I think, um, yeah, losing to Cessnock, and, uh, you know, a couple of months ago there, um, the boys worked really hard and, um, yeah, got, got, the, got the win against them at home, and especially in front of the old boys. And to see the boys uh, after the game, go, go sit on the cocktail and sing the song with the old boys, it's 
for me, is um, yeah, it's a very special moment to witness. Actually, I've witnessed that before since being in the club. But yeah, that would have been yeah, pretty impressive. So, yeah, yeah. Um, boys know. I'm sure the boys had that one too, but as soon as uh, Scotty Boots and Cade knocked him over, didn't knock him over last time, oh, so especially being old boys day, double motivation. Uh, others off Maitland, probably a surprise how much they won by you, 42-18 over Macquarie. Yep. Uh, another upset, Curry, 24, defeated Souths at home, which was um, yeah, a good result for the Dogs, it keeps their top three hopes alive. Yeah, definitely. And the final game, Central 24, defeated Lakes 14, and uh, Central showing a little bit of fight there, because uh, we'll back that up with... 14-6 win last That's night right. over South, yeah. so right. back to back, back to back there, and I think you know that sits them at fifth now. They got fifth for South, yeah. They're still four against. So you know they're pushing for five contention. Um, oh. You know it's good. It's good to see clubs like Central doing well, and you know they, you know it's good. Be good to see them play finals footy as well. Interesting to see. I was talking to someone to someone about this the other day, and it's and it's settled down a little bit now with South having those back to back losses. But we originally had you know the inner city teams, West and South, the three Coalfields teams, and then the three Lake Macquarie teams. Which is We've never said because normally you have you know one or two of the Colford teams and one out of Lake Central and Macquarie or two out of those guys going good and then you know West and South or, or vice versa just one of the two so yeah really interesting to see like I don't know if that's just, I think it's more pure coincidence than anything but it's just interesting to see and good to see a resurgence of Colford's footy because they've been sort of you know they've tended to have two teams missing the finals in recent years so yeah, that's exactly right. uh, it hurts me a little bit as a Central Junior I play to play great at Lakes but that's all right so hopefully one of them can make it. Um, so yeah, that, as you said, that leaves the ladder now with, with your boys, uh, we're Sunday needing just a draw from their final three plus yeah. the catch-up game. Yeah, we go to, um, we go to Curry this weekend, so, um, it's, it's always a tough, tough road trip to go to Curry in all grades. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, they call it the graveyard for a reason, it's just, it's never a fun time, it's, you know, you, you know you're going to walk out of that ground sore and feeling, you know, even, even after a win, you you know you play the you know you play Curry. Oh, mate, they've got plenty, plenty of big boppers. I mean, we've got blokes like by the names of Mick Kemp and Sam Wooden playing reserve grades. Um, yeah. Haynes, you know, first grade. Yeah, yeah. They've got Jake, Jake Porter and players like that. You know, they've got some quality players in that club. So yeah, people, people, people we've got to be on our game when we get there. People talk all about the depth that West have in the halves, but I mean, like I said, Sam Wooden, former country player of the year. That's like, right. I mean, he's in his early to mid thirties still, but. He stepped in a first grade for a number of weeks there when Jade was out and didn't miss a beat. Very good footballer. Yeah. Um, and to have him, I mean, you know, some other guys like Shane Deal, players that are just still a phenomenally talented athlete. You know, there's plenty of these guys running around in the experience instead of Campo. So you guys in, in all grades have your work cut out for you this weekend. Oh, I think so, yeah, definitely. We uh, was only we only played them uh, we played round two this year, so it's been a big break since playing them. Uh, you know, it's it's I think last in open ground when we played here, we only just got home nineteen eighteen. So, you know, we've we've got to got to have this game circled uh, for a few weeks now, and it's been a bit of a focus point for us. But but that's in all grades too. So I'll be looking forward to watching Regis' first grade, yep. and yeah, even the league tag. Yeah, so the league tag. I think your girls are they sitting third. Third. I think Curry's fourth. Or yeah, fifth, so not too far behind the girls. I know that from memory when I last saw that, I haven't looked at it for a week or two. But the ladies' league tag, I think. There's someone that's sitting just behind, so a couple of losses quickly could very much see you slide from third to third and almost miss out, or they go on a bit of a run. They could be up pushing for the minor premiership. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure Steve have the girls wherever to go, and like I mentioned before, they, you know they've got some quality plays in there, and um, I'm sure the girls can start the day off well with two points for us. Yeah, it'd be nice to be a, it'd be a bit impressive day out if you could pick up uh, five wins up there, and um, as we said before, off air, possibly um, secure a couple of minor premierships as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, we'll have a look at the other games. As I said, we've got West on 22, South 14, Maitland snuck up now on 14 level with South South. West, South on Lakes do all have games in hand. 
uh, that would play in the coming weeks. Uh, Curry on 12, Cessnock on 11, Central on 11, Macquarie on 8, Lakes on 8. Macquarie and Lakes probably in a little bit of a nervy territory now. Lakes still have a game in hand against Cessnock, which is going to be a key game. But Macquarie, like, if they drop you know, another one or two, they, you know, they fall sort of five points outside of that eight. There's only a couple of games to go. That's right. I think even looking at that, um, you know, from second to eighth, really, anything can kind of happen. If you're Macquarie and Lakes, yeah, maybe, but you know, this, this comp can do anything. There's some quality players playing, not just in first grade, but right through. Uh, we've got a catch up game against South here next Sunday. Yep. Um, so, again, we've got to be on the mark as well against them in all grades. Um, you know, they're never never an easy task. Uh, we, we walked away with a 20, 26 all draw the other week. Yep. Um, you know, so in all, in all grades, we've got to be pretty switched on. But, you know, anything can happen in footy, footy. Yeah, you've got to be on your game every, every week. I had some handy names on during that game too. I <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, sat out that game. Um, a couple of injuries. I sat. I would have liked to play against Bobcat. Bobcat, Daniel Contenary, yeah. and, and of course, no bigger names, Wayne Sampson. Oh, Samba, yeah. Samba. I was actually filled about that. I, I actually rang. I actually rang Matty Atkinson that morning, I, um, nine o'clock in the morning. I said, "Mate, I want to play." He said, "No, I'm going to give you a rest this week." So uh, I would have loved to play against him, and even um, you know, Rock's played as well. And you know, it's just a game I really want. Really would have enjoyed to play, but I'm yeah. sure I'll get another opportunity come finals time. Yeah, mate, there's plenty of opportunities to come against those boys. They'll be running around for a few years. Come, yeah. Maybe not so much Bobcat, but the yeah. others definitely. I hear he didn't miss a beat and he whacked him. He hit the top a couple of blokes in half. He's fit as a fiddle, mate. And, you know, he's bumping blokes off and, you know, you know setting, setting tries up. And yeah, it was good. Sambo actually, he actually asked Steve Roll to fill the boys in Buffalo for one. And, Pointers me in the clock tower, so yeah, I'm sure I'll get him one back. He loves it, he's good value, Sam. He's just a top bloke on off the field, mate. He is indeed, and uh, heart and soul that Waratah side, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, the other games this weekend, uh, as you said, you guys are heading up to the grades out there at Curry. Uh, the Bar TV game, and uh, unfortunately enough, this one's a really key game. As you said, Maitland, they'll travel down to Central. Uh, unfortunately enough, I'll get the commentator on this one, which will be a nice day out on Saturday. But Central had a bit of a run now. A win here could see them leapfrog up to the five. Maitland, to be honest, this one's know, real... You know, a real coin toss for me, but oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Maitland. Um, just just some quality players in that side. And I think backing up for Wednesday night as well. Like, you know, give me a few sore bodies as well, and you know, every couple of days turn around. It's, well, it's hard to do. They they had Lakes on Sunday, and that was yeah. pretty quite physical as well. But they, yeah. there's no love lost between those guys, similar to yourselves and South. It's yeah. that local derby. Um, they did get away with a win there in that arm wrestle. Yep. But they'll play that Sunday, play Wednesday, and then play again on Saturday. There's yeah. probably not been much training this week. I wouldn't have thought there'd be a lot of recovery. There'd be a lot of recovery there, but for me, I think, you know, mate, they've got Luke Dorn there, head coach, and mate, he'll have that boy ready to go. And, you yeah. know, I, I, I think I might just go. I'll go mate, in a close one. If I put one, I'll go 1 to 12 with mate. Probably, probably for me, too, um, the man, and he's got. He'd be close to recruit of the year for mine. He's uh, why they played here last year in Fraser Pro. Oh, Fraser, yeah. Uh, again, similar to what we talked about with uh, Geordie and Chris Knight, you know, a very good football. He's played a lot of reserve grade, gone up there, grabbed it with both hands and has been phenomenal for them. He's just a he's just a footballer, you know, you hear that word thrown around, but for, he's definitely a footballer. He's just, you know, constantly at him. He's defending all game, he'll attack all game, he'll just do a job. Yeah. You, mate, you can put him in the 10 jersey and do a job for you, so... I watched him play against South the other week, and the thing that really stood out for me was, and, you know, like, big comparison, but it was leading the kick chase, it was following up in support like a fullback when he's running, like, you know, and obviously got Greg Morris playing fullback who's come out and leaps and bounds and coming from C-grade in Newcastle Hunter last year. Yeah. But he's just there for everything he pushes up. It very much reminds me of the, the intent, not necessarily the level of play, but the way JT, John, first, yeah. he's always there, he's just always around, just yeah, always on the go, and... Yeah. Um, 
yeah, their halves are pretty impressive this year. Him and Jordy Connolly, so they oh, shot strong. Um, the Sunday games, and this one's going to be key. Uh, I'm sure Bob Cat will have South absolutely fired up, taking on Adam Betridge and his boys out at Macquarie. Um, two losses in a row for South, another loss in the Maitland win. All of a sudden, Maitland are looking at a, the double bite and the home game. That's right. We uh, were only just out of Macquarie a couple of weeks ago, and again, that's another tough trip. You know, you, you, you know you're going to walk into, you know, it's going to be a tough palm wrestle. Um, so, you know, South really have to switch on the look rates. Um, but oh, I reckon we're going to go South in a close one again. But, you know, South will have, have, have it hard, you know. You know, Macquarie are no easy beats. It's interesting this one too. I know there's no love loss between the sides. Obviously, Ben Fitch was at South. Yeah, that's right. um, we had uh, Toddy Harrell. I don't know if he's back on the paddock for him this week, but yep. he was at South. Yep. Yeah, he um, played a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think he's been out the last two. Yeah, though, he's been here. Yeah, seen him in a boom boot. Um, one of the Higgins boys as well, I think. And then you've got Brendan Simpson, who was before, and he's now the captain of South, and he's at before, and biding his time, dominating reserve. I've talked to those guys, that's just right. couldn't get a taste, so he went to South. And, and he's gone on to bigger and better things. So always, there's, I mean, there's plenty of those in your game, but it's always interesting just to watch those little bits in, in, in oh, it. It's always something behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, something to spark a bit at something. But yeah, for me, I'll go South just from what I've seen the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah I'll go South as well. I think it'll be pretty high scoring and probably South by maybe two tries. The final one, and this one I think is a bit like Central and Maitland. These two sides on their day can mix it with absolutely anyone. As we saw Cessnock, they beat you guys earlier in the year. Yeah. Lakes. They've been really strong. That comeback they had against Maitland the other week when they're down by 20 points and come back and win by nearly 20. Like, that's a coach killer. Lyndon Shepard must pull his hair out because they look like they're a great 50 minutes, so they just don't seem to be able to put 80 minutes together and it just depends on what the other team uh, drives out. And the interesting thing about this one is these guys have got a catch-up game to play next weekend against each other. So. That's exactly right. Uh, again, like I said before, this is probably a coin toss for me. I'm actually going to go Cessnock in this. Just from, again, what I've seen you know, just last weekend, but um, again, I think this will be high scoring as well, but I'm going to go Cessnock. Just in a close one as well, though. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Seagulls. Yeah. Um, but it'll be very interesting, too, because as I said, to see what comes out of this. Because if this does, and both sides have got a little bit of feistiness and fire, it's been a couple of games recently. I haven't liked to play Curry and Cessnock play Curry. There's another game that I saw Cessnock on Bar TV where when things didn't necessarily go their way, they played with a lot of frustrated sort of players. Um, we know Scott Briggs is one of the most talented players in the Newcastle Rugby League, but. He and Paul Carter can both get, you know, snipe with referees. Paul Carter spent time with him when they played Curry the other week uh, for that. So it'd be very interesting because if there's anything, you know, there'll be some grudge taken out of back into the next week. So it could be a really heated doubleheader. It's an unusual scenario. It is being. actually. Yeah, it's, it's not, not common, but, um, you know, you know, they might even leave a little, little bit of something left in for round two, I suppose. But, you know, time will tell. We'll see how we go on the weekend. Certainly will. And uh, we might jump through now into the Newcastle Hunter Rugby League and... Uh, Pretty much just recap the results and have a look at some quick ladders, and then there's only three games this weekend because it's the catch-up round for them this weekend, the catch-up round for you guys next weekend. Yep. Uh, so, mate, your, your boy Heidi Donahue, they <laughs> led the boys all over Fingal yeah, Bay, and they got a win, 28-22. Yeah, Heidi, he's um, got a totally give a shout out here, but um, mate, yeah, Wingdale, um, yeah, they're a quality football side. I've, I've gone and watched a few games this year, and um, you know, it's, it's good to see they're just they're, they're, they're really good blokes on and off the field too, but. You know, that's a big win as well against Fingal. They're flying as well. So, yeah, you know, it's, a is a tough comp, but, and, and, you know, any two points is, is worth gold. So, to see Window get the two there, that's that's awesome. Certainly is. Uh, Dora Creek, they won fourth from Woodbury. Belmont South, 38, defeated Waratah, 26. So, Sambo had his boys. Yeah. But they might be running laps. I don't think Sambo will be. No. I don't think Sambo will run laps in life. But, uh, again, South, uh, Belly South there, you know, Liam Bones, one of the mates there, he's, um, he's absolutely killing that comp. 
Um, it's really good to see. And for me, they're, they're probably one of the contenders, to be honest. So, yeah, there's people um, talking now after beating Dora Creek last week, that win. Um, they might almost be, you know, pushing towards sort of equal favourites. Obviously, Dora Creek going to have yep. that win off at the mo- week off the Mile Premiership. But I mean, they've got, we talked about Scott Reeves before, they've got Jay Creek, yep. got Liam Boney, they've got Nathan Taylor, yep. um, they've just got Cody Charles. They've just got quality you know, across so, the park. Yeah. Um, you know, but for me in A grade, I think any of those sides that make the finals, I think the cop will reset anything happen again. You know, I think you know Dubby is another side. You know, not not to mention Corey Baker, but they've got quality. <laughs> I, t- I promise you, I wouldn't say that'd be women Terry Collins out there. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. But you know, I think I think any of them sides that could honestly win the cop, it's you know, just better goes on the run of the right I think side. so too. Yeah, uh, yeah, obviously a bit harder for the teams that have been which now looks like it's going to be out of, you know, depending on results, but out of Dudley, Waratah, and probably Fingal. Fingal got their work cut out from. They're going to really need to step up in the next two weeks. That's right. Um, but yeah, as I said, Dudley in a very unusual score on this one. 58 defeated Carter, 15. Yeah, just slotted one over. Yeah, just popped one over during yeah, the game. Yeah. Down by a bit, apparently. You know, so, why not? Yeah, well, come in handy, you never know. Or so. against. I think they've already won the Wolves. I had a bit of late mail this afternoon from Corey back himself. Actually, he reckons he's pulling the boots back on next week. So, uh, yeah. coming in a good time, but... Uh, be good to see. You've got, got to survive a uh, weekend off, but that's a double job plan for it. Uh, I think they've got a bowls day or something this weekend, so uh, I'm sure that I'm sure they'll have, a, they'll have a good social time. You'd, you'd have a great, you'd be able to use that snork as a great sight, wouldn't you? Just down the green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the one, the one catch-up game from the uh, A grade was the one played on Wednesday night. It finished 84 to 12. They want to have defeated Woodbury at Fred Harvey Oval, and then on Saturday they get to go around again. Yeah, that's. Um, How do you approach that as Woodbury? Mate, I've got a few mates that play Woodbury and, you know, that's a, a tough one. Even, even in the training after a cop and that, and, um, you know, you just got to have play footy. You know, like, like in Tana too, you know, we spoke before, Belly's a quality side, but, you know, you just got to go and play footy. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's better having fun. So, the, um, the good news for them, though, is that Belmont have a couple of players there. Yeah. The bad, the bad news is they're going away to a... Um, a trip that they had planned for the Washington weekend. The, the bad news for Woodbury is that one of the players out is Aaron Morris, which actually I think makes Belmont a better team. That's, that's exactly right. If, you know, these are these are the type of games that you know Belly South could be thinking about. You know, resting a couple of boys as well. And, well, they've pretty much locked up second now. Well, so. that's exactly right. You know, at least you know. Oh, if I was a coach or something, maybe I'd look at it. Well, coach's on holidays, mate, so who knows what happens. Yeah, you know, he might just throw hands up in the end and let the boys do whatever yeah, they want. Just, just run in, draw a jersey out of the yeah, bag, yeah. and that's where you're playing. Yeah, it speaks a few places. See, right? see Bones and Nathan Taylor yeah. up in the front row. Right? Yeah, I'm sure um, we can handle it. Uh, um, so, yeah, so that, that was, they'll play again on Saturday. So the ladder at the moment, Dora Creek locked in in first place. Um, in second is Belmont South, so Dora Creek on 26. Uh, Belmont South on 21. I mean, mathematically, they could still get the minor premiership, but it's yep. probably not going to happen, I wouldn't have thought. Windale looking strong in third now after that uh, win over Fingal. Uh, they're now three points clear of the, the chasing pack on 17. Uh, Dudley, Waratah both on 14. Fingal Bay and Woodbury on 12. So Woodbury still mathematical hope with three games to come, but, geez, they'd be uh, pushing a proverbial uphill, I think. It's a tough one, I think. You know, again, anything could happen, but I think you're, you're probably looking at you know, what, you're probably your top five there now, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I, certainly, I certainly think we'll have a look at the fixtures in a sec, but it could yep. be very interesting because if Dudley win this week, uh, so Dudley played Dora Creek, so if they were to lose, which is what many would tip, yep. uh, and Fingal Bay have a win in there, I think they play Cardiff, yep. that would actually bring us down to round 16 being elimination footy Pretty the week before yeah, finals. They play right. each other, so up at Fingal, so. The big one I really want to see, I want to see Dudley versus Window, I want to see 
say Corey, but it's fake, to be honest. I reckon they'll stay on opposite edges. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you know. If you might lose busted team drop bags and stuff. Oh, dear. There's never, there's never, never gets old picking up bags to additional stuff, does it? Poor fella. I left him alone after 10 years now, so. Yeah, and he's not—he's not even the best best footballer in the Bacon family. His brother's trapped in B grade. I was going to say, and his brother's probably got a bigger nose. So. Yeah. At least probably got more hair. We know that much. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, so we'll jump into the B grade results as soon as I can figure out how to steer my computer again. There we go. Um, so University thirty defeated four, Shortland fourteen. Speaking of Brook Baker, in uh, that's probably a good result for the Shorty boys. That, you know, they've been battling along, and University are pretty strong side. Yeah, they got Rodimer over there and directing the ship around. And, um, you know, Shorty have got. You know, Shorty been in a lot of games this year. There's, you know, for me, to be honest, it's, it's just good to see Shorty running around. We, as an old boy myself, we actually got a text at the start of the year um, asking a lot of boys just to come back, just so the club could, could yep. survive. Um, and a lot of boys actually answered that, that SOS, and it's really good to see that club still going around. I think, I think it's their 52nd year in the comp. Um, you know, and to see a club like that fall would have been just... You know, I mean, there's, it's a, there's some staples to the competition and they've been one of them. I mean, they've been traditionally an A-grade club for most, but they won right. last year. Obviously, lost a lot of players. There was some turnover. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I had a good catch-up with um, Jaden and Jaden Tung and Dan Carlton a few weeks ago out there at Shorty. And yep. I mean, it's, <laughs> I played a card with the worst. I hate going out to Tuxford. Yeah. Um, but, you know, a great bunch of blokes out there. And, you know, it's yep. guys that... They yeah, probably certainly didn't think they'd be starting a season in A grade, um, that's where right. they are, and then to battle out in B grade. And I think they'll be better for it. And I see that, I think it's this weekend they've got their junior development day on, yeah, so they're going to get some juniors down there. So yeah, I did sure. say to the boys that I'd give that a shout out. Yeah, for sure. I reckon that's awesome. There's a, you know, it's a, it's a good area out there and a lot of talent. And, you, know, you know, those guys out listening, take the kid down and you know, have a run. There's some really blokes there with a, a wealth of knowledge. And it's just something really great to see the club do and give back to the community because it's a really good community out there. So it'd be great to see Shortland's junior club come back next year to follow their senior club, and that would be a bit of a rebuilding for them as yeah. well. So uh, in the other games, Westfall's end one and four from East Mate. Probably just made one there. Yeah, I had them in the Friday night RTV game the week before. They had 15 to start the game. They pretty much limped through with 13, 12, 11, and a couple of blokes went away for work, which makes it hard. But um, I love the attitude of them. They're just like, look, we're not going to be out of field for this game, uh, but we're doing everything we can to make sure for their last game. And I think their last game games against Uni, which isn't any easier, so that's good to see them trying to get a side up for that. I think um, I was only talking to a few boys about this the other day. It's perhaps a little bit off topic, but just the amount of forfeits in the lower hunter uh, it might be something that, that they can look at for the next year, just to maybe a restructure, or I'm not quite sure. But, you know, to even see Katara you know, have to fold their B grade side and things like that, it's. it's it's really hard to see. Like I've got a lot of close mates that play out there, and you know you got a lot of talented blokes out there that don't even play footy at the moment. So, you know, but for me, you know, I think it, it is a hard thing. But it's a tough you know, one. I saw we talked about him earlier. Mick Camden was yep. commenting on some of the um, scores from the weekend, and he sort of said, you know, oh, do we do we reduce the, reduce the number of teams? And, and Dave Wild is running the competition. Doing a great job to get the growth that he is. Oh, for and sure. the women's game, especially like there's 700 women's league oh, tag yeah. players. It's whatever it is. It's crazy. Um, but he sort of said, like, if you do, then you get exactly the scenario we've got now. You've got, you know, 50, 60, 80 players missing out. And I think, I think the other thing that'll play out is New South Wales Rugby League and Country Rugby League coming together at the end of the year. So it may shape the competition out here in the Newcastle Rugby League, which that may be they decide to get rid of open grade again, which, you know, it depends on how you look at it. Um, I mean, it'll bolster some clubs, it'll hurt other clubs like West where they've got a number of players, but those players might, you know, then go out to the, the short ones, the Qataris, the Carters, you know. Right. Um, but I mean, I don't think there's a one solution. You know, someone else suggested dropping it down to twelve rounds, and 
Now, I'll be reluctant. I know some of the A-grade clubs, you know, pay Regio, but some of the wild clubs are paying Regio. I mean, I'd be pretty reluctant to pay, you know, Two hundred, three hundred dollars Rego to play a dozen games, and especially at that level where you might miss one or two. That's right. You're away all of a sudden. You're paying paying thirty bucks a game to play. Someone did raise, you know, maybe a social membership where you can sign up players, um, you know, on a cheaper rate. They might play five or six games. You get short, which would be great. Uh, another solution I have was if a player hasn't played for since prior to the first of January the year before, that they could still get a clearance after the 30th of June. Yeah. Because this is where we're seeing it all is after the 30th oh, of June. So you might get there and go, you know, they get on the phone to a few, you know, you get on the phone to a few, you'd have a few mates that haven't played for eight months, but they're, you know, they're decent enough to strap on a pair of boots and run around and have a beer with. So you go, look, if we can get you down, you can play the last three games, as long as the other club signs off, and we can still have, you know, permission for that. I don't know. I don't think, as I said, there's no one solution. No, it's, uh, it's definitely something that needs to be, you know, a lot of people need to come together and, you know, come to a conclusion together and, just make it, you know, make the right decision for everyone. It's going to benefit everyone. And that's what I was about to say is people need to put their hand up and rather than just everyone complaining about the problem, trying to get yeah. part of a solution because the more voices, the better consensus we get. So get involved in your local club or even put your hand up, contact Newcastle on the community regularly. They're always people involved. Um, so that leaves the B grade ladder pretty tight. Uh, we've got West Walls End and Malibu are both equal on 20 points. The four and against is a little bit dubious depending on we're still trying to get clarification around what the, what the rules are around the forfeit for and against. Yep. Uh, but I think Malibu are just in front at the moment on for and against. Yep. Morpeth only one point behind on 19. Uh, University on 15 in fourth. Glendale on 14 in fifth. And then Shortland on eight. East Maitland on seven. So unfortunately for those two sides, their seasons are done and dusted. They won't be playing finals footy. And uh, it looks like it'll be elimination footy, footy for Glendale and Uni in the first yeah. week. But the minor premiership race is well and truly alive. 100%. Pretty alive. We actually played... Um we played Glendale in the trial game at the start of the year. You know, actually really physical, quality side, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, it'd be good to see them play finals for you. But at the top, yeah, the race is on. Good to see you come down on top. Speaking of races being on, we've got a three-way tie at the top of C grade. Last week, tall Timbers, the Rimba boys, 52-12 winners over Raymond Terrace. Have a glass and 84-nil winners over Walls and Maryland. Gloucester, 46, defeated Abermain, 10. And Morissette, 28, defeated Budgeway, 8. What that means is the top four sides all won, the bottom four all lost. We now have a three-way tie at the top of the ladder um, on 20 points between Gloucester, Tall Timbers and Aberglassen. There's a bit of points separating them, so it's all going to probably come down to who plays who, and I have a feeling that Gloucester and Tall Timbers might play uh, the week after the bye weekend, which will be an absolute belter. Uh, Morris set back on 16. that They could potentially catch one or two of those sides with results going their way. Abermain on 13, all but locked into fifth. And then Budgie Roy on eight, Raymond Terrace on seven, and Walls and Maryland on six. So Walls and Maryland done and dusted. Uh, Raymond Terrace also done and dusted. Budgie Roy with the, uh, still trying to do the maths in my head. No, they're done and dusted as well. So the top five to side, and it's just the finishing order there. So uh, that will be interesting to see. We'll jump into the Northern Conference where we saw Blake Birch and his Clarestown Cobras uh, secured the minor premiership with another comfortable win. They're another side of the Oscar flying with their four and against. 52-26 over Stroud. Uh, Patterson, 40, upset Maitland United, 20. Teagarden, 16, defeated Hinton, 8, another upset. Teagarden's only a couple of wins prior to that. And Dungog uh, claimed a uh, one, put one hand on second place for the finals with a 42-4 win over Karua. Uh, so that sees the ladder, as I said, Clarence Town will be atop that one. Uh, you've got blokes like Blake Birch and Trent Papa running around there. Dungog, uh, they're looking strong as well. They're on 21. Hinton and Stroud both had slip-ups, as did Maitland United, so... Um, Dungal with a three-point gap now on Hinton, but the uh, battle for third and fourth will be an interesting one as we come into the final two rounds of the season, mate. Uh, 
Uh, you got mates everywhere else. You got any mates around up there? I mean, you probably know those few wouldn't you from around the footy traps. I know a few of the boys, not too much up that neck of the woods, but again, I played against a lot of those sides uh, back playing low hundred a few years ago. Uh, again, that's some quality football out there. It's always tough and physical. It certainly is, and they'll all enjoy their weekend off. Um, finally, we had the Southern Conference, and there was uh, just the two fixtures in that competition last week. Uh, the Hamilton Ducks had the uh, unusual scenario of all but wrapping up the minor premiership with a bye, which is uh, that'd be a really <laughs> odd, feel, a bit odd feeling. First year in the top. Yeah, so, well, I mean, they're there, but their four and against gap should see them home, but they only need one more win from here. Um, so that sees uh, this weekend we've got Katara and Kersley. Uh, they play on Saturday at Hudson Park. I've got a, yeah. another shout out to Katara. Yeah, definitely. Um, this was going to be a four for this one. And they said to Kersley, any chance you can get the boys up for next week? Kersley said, yeah, we've got a few boys back then. So Katara said, well, rather than four, but let's still have a game. We'll yeah. play next Saturday when the washout weekend. I mean, the timing worked well for them, but that's just great at this level of footy. Like, that's what everyone signed up for. You signed up to play for oh, me. I'll, I'll even give myself a little shout-out there to uh, Katara. I was there only three years ago, and mate, that's one of the best clubs in Newcastle. And that's that's full credit to folks like Brock Johnson and um, the rest of the boys out there. Um, it's just a great, great club to be a part of. And I, I know for a fact that they're going to turn that club around come next year and, and you know, years to come. But um, that, that exactly what you just said, that signifies the club and the type of people that are involved. So um, if you're not doing anything on Saturday, go down to Hudson Hill at 3 o'clock and see the boys running around. Yeah, exactly right. It uh, will be, I was going to say, worth the price of admission. There's no price of admission. No, there. jump down there. Yeah, yeah we'll have a nice car and away you go. Yeah, exactly right. So um, just let me find those scores again. Uh, so, yeah, as we said the last week, so 72 0, Swansea against the Wobbergall, and Wanji, we touched on Carter for 62 10, Wanji won that one. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Wanji were done and dusted. Now they have a bit of a, a pulse on their finals hope with the game in hand this weekend where they'll take on a Wobbergall, a couple of wins back to back, and all of a sudden they're only two points out, and they've got a bit better for and against in those sides, so they can sneak in, which Wanji is a crazy thing. And mid season, they were struggling to get 13 players in the paddock. They, they essentially, there was talk of them folding. Yep. Uh, and they had a crisis meeting, they got the players to commit. Um, and yeah, look, it's amazing what happened to a few blokes actually buy in. Exactly. Isn't it? Mate, anything can happen. Like I said, you've only got to make that top five and where you go. Well, exactly. Exactly right. So, you know, it'd be a nice little story for them. And they played a Wobble this weekend, a win and see them actually leap into fifth with a game, uh, with two games to come. So, uh, good luck to the Wanji boys. As I said, they head to Walters Park on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Uh, you're going with Wanji and a bit of momentum there? Oh, I like can go yeah. for it. I've, I remember we played out there oh, many years ago now when I was at Shorty, and mate, it's always a tough trip out there. It's a tough Again, I've said Western Lake Macquarie Derby. There'll be no love lost between these two. out there, mate. Some of the water out there. And, and plenty of them would have played against, played against them with each other for you know the schools and stuff over the years. So That's great to see. Right. Um, I'm sure they've got plenty of experience out there, and you know I'm going to I'm going to take them there. Yeah, lovely mate. Well, um, we'll just uh, quickly mention. Our social media channels, uh, Lee Castle AUS on Facebook, Lee Castle AU on Twitter, get around them. Lots of engagement. Uh, great to see we ticked over. Um, we're almost up to the 1100 mark now, so really appreciate everyone's support on that. Um, and of course, make sure to rate and review us on any of the podcast platforms you listen to. Uh, if you write a good enough review on uh, Apple iTunes for me, I might even uh, read down the show in the coming weeks. So there's a good opportunity for anyone that wants to you know, get their name mentioned on the show. Uh, big thanks to you, mate, for jumping in last minute. Uh, thank you very much, mate. It's been a pleasure. I put the most picturesque recording spot I've had, so, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, uh, it's not bad looking out at Hargrove. No, so. we're, we're high enough up and far enough away that I can't make out Steve-O's head, so no, it's all right. right. I, can, I can see our training session getting set up right now. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll probably have to let you go to be like, taking over to six. So thanks again to you. Thanks to the uh, West guys for letting us up here tonight, and uh, best of luck for the weekend. Uh, and, uh, thanks, guys. Like I said, if he's not busy, come out to Curry and... 
cheer us on and um, yeah, get out and support your local team. It's good to see. 100% get out there. Go West. Yeah, exactly right. Go West for this weekend and uh, we'll catch everyone next week. Thank you.